Shabbat Shalom, everybody. So glad you're with me today here on our Supernatural Friday podcast. Pastor Tim Karskan here, Christian Center Shreveport. We love this day as we share supernatural stories. And today we have a testimony of a face-to-face encounter with the Lord Jesus. And then he gives a message for this hour of where we are and where we're heading. Enjoy. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. As we said, welcome to our Supernatural Friday podcast. Uh, we have a little longer testimony than usual, so I'm going to get right to it here on this Friday. So enjoy it, and let's talk about it on the backside and pray for you. Hi, I'm Tom Hardiman, one of the vice presidents at Morningstar Ministries in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Recently, I released a book called Restored, and I'd like to give you a peek into a prophetic encounter actually an open vision that I had that, I, that is woven into this book. And it's an invitation, it's actually a call to action to individuals that have experienced hardship, difficulty, rejection, heartbreak in life and in ministry. This open vision began somewhat as a dream and as I'm waking up, I realized that this is a profound encounter that I've never experienced before. It's as heaven was opened and I see the Lord coming towards me. And as he approached me, I could tell from the look on his face that this was a very serious encounter. Accompanying this, I'm transported by the Lord into a place that's a parade field in Fort Dix, New Jersey. I was familiar with this place for a number of reasons. I was stationed there while I was in the military. And I recognized that this parade field, which is the size of about 20 football fields put together, this was the place where the generals would review their troops prior to them being dispatched all over the world. The Lord beckons me to come up on the platform and I see this vast array of tents. And as I'm looking over this vast array of tents, I could tell that what I was observing was a very serious condition of the people that were occupying these tents. And so I'm hearing the, cr- the cries and the groans of people And I recognize that the vast majority of these people, as a matter of fact, as best as I could tell, all of them had been wounded. And the Lord turns to me and he looks at me with the most serious look on his face. And he says to me, I want you to help these. 
because of the condition of this of these people and where I was personally in terms of my pastoral ministry, I recognized that this was somewhat of an impossible task. And I looked back at the Lord and I said to him, I don't want the job. And the Lord turns away and he looks back at me and he repeats the same question. I want you to help these. And I said, Lord, I, I, I don't want the job, but I could tell immediately when I said that from the look on his face that I had disappointed him. And so reluctantly, I answer him again. Okay, I'll take the job. And to my great surprise, as I, after I said that, he vanishes. And now I'm left with this parade field full of people that I know are not in good condition, wondering what I can do. And so I've come off the platform and I begin to wander through this vast array of tents. And I, I could hear the moaning and the, and the crying and the despair coming from this, this group of people. And I would periodically look into the tents and I could tell that there were wounded that were becoming much more serious, even the ones that had been superficially wounded. Because there was no one attending to them, I could tell that this was an impossible task. The people that were more seriously wounded, some who had lost limbs, some of their wounds were becoming gangrenous, and some of the people were actually passing away. And so I began to think, perhaps there's a medical tent here. And I began to search, and very soon after I had that thought, I wandered into this, what was a medical tent. And as I'm surveying all this, I can see that the medical tools that are on the table are tools that are not even close to being the current tools that you would use to heal somebody. They looked like they were something out of the mid ages. And so as I'm surveying the medical tent, I could tell that these, these, these tables that had been taking care of the wounded had not been cleaned in a long time. And these medical tools look to me more like weapons of, or tools of torture rather than something that could heal people. And so with great despair and discouragement, I left the medical tent and I began to constrain people that were wandering in the camp to try and help me. And I asked them, I asked an individual, can you go to the other side of the field which was massive and come back and report to me. Just let me know what the condition is on the other side of the field. But no one seemed to be cooperative. And I, because I was a military person prior to this, I recognized that there were no lines of communication. There was no rank and file. There was just no support system that was in place to help all these individuals. And so my sense of discouragement and despair continued to build. And I was wondering, 
with this assignment that the Lord gave to me, how will I ever begin to help these individuals? And so the clarity of this open vision was profound. I knew that what we were dealing with was the condition of lots of individuals that had been wounded, many of them wounded in the church. And so I, I, I began to survey even further what, what, we could, what, what could be done and how we could set up lines of communication. And in my despair, I cried out to the Lord and I said, Lord, you can't leave me like this. And with that, the Lord appeared again. And he looked at me with compassion in his heart, the sense that there could be some answers for these individuals. And so the Lord looked over to a far part, a far place in the camp. And what I saw was the fife and drum corps. And with that picture, I began to understand that this was not a modern day army. This was an army that was fighting the Revolutionary War. It was an army out of 1776. And the Fife and Drum Corps was this group of people that are depicted in that particular era. These were individuals that themselves had been wounded. They, they, they had bandages on their heads and wounds on their arms. And so the Lord says to me, just get the Fife and Drum Corps up and marching. And so with that, with some measure of direction, I proceeded to go over to the Fife and Drum Corps. And as I proceeded to go over there, I could tell that the response from my, what I was going to be asking them to do was not going to be warmly received. I went over to them and I said, I need you to get up and start marching. And they scoffed at me and looked at me and said, you, you got to be kidding me. We can't march. We can't move. We're wounded. And so the exhortation that I continued to feel bubbling up inside of me just flowed out of me again. I need you to get up and march and start marching. And with some measure of reluctance and actually my physical uh, my physical assistance, I began to pull up some of these individuals that had these musical instruments in their hands. Some had flutes and some had drums and some had horns, but I needed them to get up and start moving. As they struggled to their feet, this thought came to me. This group is pathetic. But I, I felt like if they would just get up and start moving, it could be an answer to helping these wounded. And as they struggled to their feet, I encouraged them, just start marching. And they put their flute to their mouth and began to drum out the drums. And as they began to make this movement, that which I saw astounded me. This was the most profound, most glorious sound that I had ever heard. And so as I'm observing all this and observing this profound 
sound that was coming from this wounded group, the sound began to filter down into the camp. And as the sound began to filter down into the camp, it caught the attention of the wounded. And as they began to move forward, struggling as they were, this sound began to become stronger and their marching and their gait began to become stronger. And what happened next was with the astonishment of my life in this open vision, this sound, this sound, and this is how I understood why this sound was being made. It was this, and why it was a revolutionary army. It was the sound that would battle for liberty and freedom. And as this sound began to filter into the camp, it began to catch the attention of the wounded. And at first there were small pockets of people that began to respond to the sound and fall in behind the fife and drum corps and march, marching, marching, marching with them. I do believe that this vision that I had is representative of what God's doing in this hour. There have been multiple people that have been disappointed, that have been wounded, that have been hurt. And God is making a sound of liberty and freedom. This group has a song to sing and a sound to make that has never been heard before. It's the answer to the cry of individuals who have been hurt, who have been wounded, who have been overlooked, who have been left out, who have been wounded in the camp of their friends. God's making that sound today, and He's inviting people to, be, to become part of the company of people that He is going to be labeling restored. My prayer as we get ready to close this session is that you would begin to hear that sound and respond. God wants us to move forward and even through the pain that we have experienced and the heartache that we have suffered, there's still a sound that God has for you. God is about ready to make the restoration happen in the lives of people. God is the one who has taken note of all the losses that people have had and he's making a sound now. He's drawing the line in people's lives. No more loss. God wants to restore. And so my prayer for you as we close this, close out this open vision is that you will join this company of people and respond to what God is doing this hour. God has taken note of people's losses and he wants to restore. And I invite you to become part of this company. We thank you for tuning in. We thank you for listening. We believe that the best is yet ahead. God will use and restore not only your losses, but he'll use what has happened in your life to make you a more fruitful, a more productive, and a trophy of his grace in the days to come. God bless you. Wow. May he use each and every one of us with that type of anointing. What a great word for us today. 
here on our Shabbat Shalom Supernatural Friday podcast. Be encouraged today. Receive these encounters. Ask the Lord to take the messages from these encounters like he had and put them in our heart that they become part of our journey as we walk out our salvation. We thank the Lord for his goodness that he would do this for each and every one of us today. In Jesus' name, may the Lord bless you and have a great weekend. Thanks again for listening to another week of our daily podcast. We're so glad you enjoyed being with us, especially on this Shabbat Shalom podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back here on Monday. Be encouraged. Walk it out. Take advantage of all the resources that we have been putting on the internet. You can go to our website, our app, and get all that information. May God bless you. Shabbat Shalom. Have a great weekend.